Open up your Bibles. There you go. Numbers 11, verse 7 through verse 9, it says, The manna looked like small coriander seeds, and it was, it was pale yellow like gum resin. The people would, would go out and gather it from the ground. They made flour by, by grinding it with hand mills or pounding it on mortars. Then they boiled it in a pot and made it into flat cakes. These cakes tasted like pastries baked with olive oil. The manna came down on the camp with the dew during the night. See, here we see that the children of Israel, when they were in the desert, they were complaining and crying out to God constantly that, you know, what they had in Egypt, what they had in that land of bondage was better than what they had now. And so God answered them in mercy. He provided this little seed that would provide what they needed. And so here we see that God provided it, but they had to still go out and get it and make something with it. See, many times what we've been asking God for, he's already provided, but we got to get up and go get it and make something with it. Amen. Many times we're crying and we're complaining to God that we need this and we need that. And God, why haven't you answered this? And why haven't you answered that? And God's saying, I've already provided everything that you need. Jesus did it all when he died on the cross for us. Amen. So he's already given us everything that we need to have victory in this life now, today. Amen. Not when we die and go to heaven, but now, today. Amen. So um, it takes us getting up and grabbing the seed. And not only grabbing the seed, you know, the Lord was speaking to me all night about the seed, the seed, the seed. So I'm going to try and make sense this morning. Amen. (laughs) But we have to go in and, and pick up that seed. And so that seed is already commanded to do something. God, when he made the seed, he commanded that seed to produce. It knows its job. But you have to know what to do with that seed. Amen. Y'all with me this morning? We're going somewhere, I promise. There is a seed that God has already given you. What are you doing with the seed? We're asking God to, to, to provide something, to give us something. And we have this picture in our head of what it should look like. But then we see the seed and we think it, it, that's not it. That can't be it. Lord, when are you going to provide? And God's saying, I've already given it to you. It's right there. You know, have have you all ever ordered something that you saw maybe on the internet? And when it got shipped to you, it didn't look like what you ordered. (laughs) Or it was in a box and it required some assembly. And, you know, you open up the box all excited because, you know, you're, you're ready to use whatever that product you ordered. And, and, you know, it just, it comes in shambles and pieces with screws and nuts and bolts and all these things. And you're like, what am I going to do with this? And then you want to skip the steps. You just want to look at the pictures and kind of assemble it and it's not working. And you try to use it and it falls apart. Am I the only one? <laughs> Cause I don't like reading the instructions. <laughs> I like looking at the pictures and then going with it. And that's when I get stuck and I'm like, honey, Come fix this. (laughs) But many times we've received the word, which is a seed. And see, that word, that seed already knows what it needs to do. Amen. 
The seed knows what it needs to do in your life, but you have to make the decision to allow it to come into you and to produce in you. How do you do that? By obeying what the word of God says to do. The seed will produce as long as you work the seed and obey what the seed is telling you to do. Because God's word will not return to him void. It shall produce. It shall produce. But there's some assembling that needs to happen. Amen? And that's where some of us get a little frustrated. We get a little um, impatient. We, we get a little distracted. But, you know, we have, we have this promise. It tells us in Genesis 8.22, As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. We have this eternal word that as long as we live, there shall be a seed time and harvest. Amen? So we have to do something with that seed. We cannot eat the seed. We cannot hold on to the seed. We cannot hide the seed. We have to plant the seed. We plant the seed so that it produces what we need. See, everything that you need is in the seed. It doesn't look like what you need at the moment, but within that seed is everything that you need. But you have to plant the seed. See, even as I'm speaking this word, this word has to go into your heart. It has to produce. It has to be planted in your heart so that it produces what God has intended it to produce. See, the mo I heard the most amazing thing yesterday is that everything that God created was created to give. The sun gives, the moon gives, the trees give, the plants give, the ground, everything gives. But God gave man the option to give. That's powerful. Because, see, you decide. God gave us the decision to give. We can sit and have a pity party and complain and, and, and look at, at ourselves as a victim. Or we can see, you know what, Lord, you've called me. Whatever, whatever gifts you placed upon my life, I will put them to work. If it's a hug, I will hug people and show them the love of God. If it's a smile, I will smile and show people the love of God. See, you're working the seed. Work the seed. God has given you a seed. He's given you the answer to whatever you need has already been provided. It's been provided. He's already provided for you. But you have to work it. You have to go out and work the seed. It has to come into your heart. When you hear, you know, what the word of God says, love your neighbors, love those that, that, that hate you, that's an opportunity to work the seed. When it says, give and it shall be given unto you, good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over, that's an opportunity to work the seed. When it says, when it says um, you know, bless those that don't have, that's working the seed. Obedience to the word of God means working the seed. We can ask God for something and we can, you, we, you know, we can cry out to him. We can, we can just constantly be at, but you know, if we open our eyes, if we open our eyes, we'll see that he's already made a way and that way is working that seed. See, listen, his glory wants to be magnified all over the earth. His glory needs to go all over the earth. And every time that you work that seed, people begin to see the goodness of God upon your life and they begin to see the glory of God spreading upon this earth. 
He wants you to succeed more than you want to succeed. He wants the glory of God to be spread upon this earth through your life. You are not a victim. You are a victor. You are the head and not the tail. That's what the word of God says. And you might be saying, well, well, I have this problem with my family or I have this problem at work or, you know, people are just constantly coming against me or I don't know, I don't have enough finances. I don't have enough of this. I, you know, you're always seeing the lack when you're not, you know, when you're always focused on what you don't have, you'll never see what you do have. You'll never see what's in front of you. You'll never thank God for those things that he's already provided for you. So you need to begin to see, you know, how many of you can see me right now? I'm sure all of you, unless you're asleep. If you're asleep, wake up your neighbor. But you can all see me right now. Now, everyone look that way. Everyone look that way. You're not seeing me anymore. Because that's what we do when we focus on the problem. We stop looking to God. We stop keeping our eyes on him. We begin to look at every problem that's around that we no longer see what he's doing. We can no longer hear what he's, he's going to do, what he wants to speak into your life. See, you come here, every time that you come here, you come here and you get a picture of what God wants to do in your life. It's like clicking order. Amen. You're ordering, you know exactly what God wants to do in your life. And you see your, your marriage back together. You see your life blessed. You see yourself, you know, just, just living the life that God has called you to live when you come or when you're in your prayer closet. But it's when you go out there that you really need to apply the word of God to your life. When you really need to put that seed to work because here you get the picture, but it's out there that you have to assemble it. Amen. You have to put it together when you're out there. So don't get discouraged along the process. See, God is taking you somewhere. Look at your neighbor and say, God's taking you somewhere. I lost my time already. <laughs> you know, I, I will obey instructions because I'm a good wife. <laughs> but... The Lord wants to bless you to be a blessing. He doesn't want, you know, finances, that's a great blessing, but that's not the only blessing God has for you. He wants to bless every area of your life, spiritually, physically, mentally, socially, and financially. You know, it makes, it makes no difference if you've got all the money in the world and you're miserable and you want to commit suicide and your family hates you and no one's talking to you, you have no friends. What good is finances then? See, God is a whole God. He's not just, he doesn't bless you in pieces or if you get this blessing, you can't have this blessing. No, he's a wholeness God. He, he, he wants to bless every area of your life, spiritually, physically, mentally, socially, and financially. He wants to bless every area of your life. Every area of your life shall be blessed. Amen. You shall be blessed in every area of your life. It doesn't matter if it doesn't look like it right now. It shall be because God's word will not return void. Amen. So we have to see that every, every seed that we have is an opportunity for God to make something big out of it. Every seed, every word that you receive is a seed. The word of God is a seed that goes into you. You need joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 
That's a seed. I choose to laugh. It doesn't matter what's coming against me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He sustains me. He helps me overcome. I shall not lose my peace in any situation. You need peace? Let's work the word of God. And the peace of God. Now the scripture left me. <laughs> that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. I have, you know, the peace that God gives us is not the peace of this world. It's the peace, his peace. And so because it's his peace, man cannot take it. I choose to abide in the peace of God. You know, you need more, more love in your family. Plant seeds of love. Give love. Because everything that you give is a seed. And it comes from God. It comes from the Lord. He's given you seeds. What are you doing with those seeds? Are you planting good seeds? Because you're reaping a harvest of whatever you're planting. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Many times we think that God's going to do everything for us. But we have to do something. Amen? God's not going to drop a million dollars from heaven and that's going to be the answer to your problems. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> He's going to give you the power to succeed. He's going to give you the power to obtain wealth. Because you're not ready for it yet. But he's taking you somewhere. He's taking you somewhere. Amen. There's things that God is working out in your life as you're getting to that place that God has shown you. He's doing a work in you. Don't get discouraged with the journey. Don't get, don't get discouraged because you don't see it yet. You know, sometimes you have to, you have to, sometimes you have to convince yourself. You have to look at the person in the mirror and say, you will be blessed today. It's Monday. It's the beginning of the week. I'm talking tomorrow. It's the beginning. You will have an excellent week. You will be blessed going in and blessed going out. Anyone that comes in contact with you will know that you serve a living God. Speak to that person in the mirror and declare the blessing of God upon that person. Don't wait for the pastor. Don't wait for your spouse. Don't wait for someone else to declare the blessing. God has given you a tongue to speak. He has given you hands to lay hands on yourself. Amen. You know, we have to work the word in every area. You wake up hurting, you wake up, you know, not feeling well, you lay hands on yourself and work the seed, work the seed, command this body to get in line with the word of God. This body has to line up with the word of God by his stripes. We are healed. Amen. So we walk in that seed of blessing. We walk in that seed that shall produce in our life. But if we stay in bed and, and you know, oh, everything hurts. Well, you know, our words, we're going to reap the harvest of our words. But if you get up in the midst of pain, in the midst of hurt, in the midst of sorrow, if you can get up and declare the word of God over your life, you will begin to see things change in your life. Amen. Because now you're putting the seed to work. Amen. You are putting the seed to work in your life. And so you need to remember that you have the power. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Amen. So whatever you speak, you shall eat the fruit thereof. Amen. So watch your words. Whatever comes out is a seed that you're planting into the ground that shall produce. 
So begin to speak blessing over things. You know, I, I love Pastor Kevin's message on, on, on Wednesday. God bless you. And God bless you. And if you weren't here, you got to watch it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> because in the midst, you know, the enemy will cause things to stir you up so that you begin to speak in, the, in, in, in the anger, so that you begin to speak things that you know you shouldn't be speaking. But in the midst of that, you need to remember, say, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. When your husband makes you angry, God bless you. <laughs> when they forget to pick up their socks from the floor, God bless you. <laughs> uh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, if you start blessing everyone, you'll begin to get joy, too. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are blessed to be a blessing. In every area. In every area. The glory of God will shine upon you. People will know that you serve God. People will know that you serve a living God. Amen. People will know that the hand of God is upon you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, even, even, um, even in our giving, we have to be faithful with the little. We have to be faithful with the little. If we're not faithful with the little, we'll never be faithful with, with the true riches. Amen. God wants all of you. He wants all all of you. He wants your heart. Amen. He wants all of you, but he wants to also bless you, but he wants to know that he is the only God in your life, that you're not after the blessing, but you're after the blesser. Amen. You're after him with all your heart. See, he wants to give you good things. He wants to satisfy you with your heart's desires. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't chase that. The word of God says that the blessing will overtake you. Amen. It doesn't say you go chase the blessing. It says the, the blessings will begin to overtake you, that there won't be room enough to receive. Amen. See, we have to seek God. As we seek God with all our hearts, those things that we need will come to us. Amen. He knows what you need. He knows what you're lacking. He knows what struggle you're facing right now. But the more that you seek God, the more you'll see those things begin to get in order. Amen. The more you'll begin to see that God is a God who provides. He's a faithful father. Amen. He's faithful. He's a good father. Amen. He wants to bless you. Some of you can't even believe that he wants to bless you. It's hard for you because you look at your past and you look at your current situation and you say, well, how can God, you know, want to bless me? My life's in chaos. My life's in disorder. But, you know, he's a loving God and all he wants is you. All he wants is your heart. So if you can surrender your heart to him, you'll see the hand of God upon your life and you'll begin to see that things will begin to change. Amen. They cannot, you know, God, God loves you too much to leave you the same way. He loves you too much. If you're stagnant, if there's no change in your life, it's because you're not seeking God. Because when you seek God, the rivers flow. Amen? There's flowing rivers. Stagnant water begins to stink. 
if you're feeling, you know, you, if you're feeling like stuck, if you're feeling, you know, like, like nothing's happening, if you're feeling like, like nothing's changing, it's because you got to stir the water. You have to stir the gift of God that's on the inside of you. You need to begin to stir the gift of God. See, he's given everyone the gifts, amen? He's given you a gift, but you have to begin to use it. Back to the seed, amen? We have to do something with that seed that he's given us. Begin to put it to work. Begin to, begin to seek him with all your heart. You know, there's, I can't even imagine living without him. I don't want to do, I don't, I don't do anything without him. If he doesn't say go, I don't go. If he doesn't say, say this, I won't say. You know, there, and there's times where he says, says, say this to this person. And I'm like, are you sure, Lord? And I'll miss it. I'm being real. I'll miss it. But I go to the Lord. I, I repent before the Lord. Lord, use me again. Here I, I forgive me. Here I am. I will obey what you want me. I, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Because I know that my life in his hands will lead me into greater things. He's not taking me to this place of desolation. He's taking me to this land of abundance. Amen. This place flowing with milk and honey. And yes, I believe it. Amen. See, because I know what it's like to live without God. And it's a horrible place. You're living for yourself. You're living, you know, making decisions for yourself, thinking that's the best decision. And, and you know what? It led to death and destruction, spiritual death, spiritual destruction. But when you're living for God, he will always take you to better glory. Amen. He'll always take you to better land. Amen. And see, those are things that man cannot take away. It doesn't matter where you are in your life right now. There is a joy and a peace that God has given you that man cannot take away. Amen. So refuse to let those things go. Fill yourself up with the word of God. Fill yourself up with prayer. You know, get intimate with the Lord. And you'll begin to see that the inside, those things that were lonely and crushed and depressed, they begin to fall off of your life. Amen? You can't stay the same serving God. You just can't. You can't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm getting to the offering. Somebody needed to hear that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is good, amen? He's so, he's so good. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Just close your eyes where you're at. Just begin to thank him. Begin to thank him that the answer is already provided. Begin to thank him that you can see what's before you. Begin to thank him that you can hear his voice and know his voice. Amen. Begin to thank him in every area of your life. Begin to thank him. Thank him for those things that you see by faith. Begin to thank him that your marriage is restored, that your, your finances are restored, that your health is restored. Begin to thank him for those things that he's already made aware way for. Amen. Begin to thank him for your husband, your spouse, your children, your family. Begin to thank him for those things that you already have. Oh, be, have a thankful heart in every season, in every situation. Amen. Begin to thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Hallelujah. Thank him, church. Thank him. Oh my gosh. He gave you breath today. He gave you breath today. 
You are here by the grace of God. Amen. Begin to thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that I have another day to glorify you. Thank you, Father, because I have another day to worship you. Thank you, Lord, because today you have blessed today, Father. Thank you. Lord, because all things are working together for my good. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because what the enemy tried to destroy, God, you protected and your hand was upon us, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Begin to thank him. Lord, you're so good. You are so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are so good, Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And those of you watching through TV, I pray that a spirit of thankfulness just begin to fall upon you. That as you begin to thank him, that all pain leave, that all sickness begin to go, that all depression breaks off of your life. As you begin to thank him, begin to glorify him. He is, he is exalted above everything. He is exalted above everything. And when you begin to thank him those chains just begin to fall they go in the name of Jesus hallelujah 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 thank you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah thank you father thank you Lord well, how, how many of you are ready to give this morning amen I'm just I'm gonna read this scripture to you really quick hallelujah thank you Lord if I can find it <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Malachi 3.10 says, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. And if you do this, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have room enough to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from the insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Then all nations, everybody say all nations, will call you blessed for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's armies. See, doing what the word of God says, that's working the seed. Amen? You're not trying the church. You're not giving to church. You have to realize you're giving unto God. Because the church cannot bless me, amen? The church can't do anything. But my God can do all things. My God can bless me in the midst of famine. My God can bless me in the desert, amen? See, you've got to get your eyes off of man and begin to put your eyes back on God, amen? He's a God of more than enough. He's a God, of, oh my goodness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a God of abundance. He's a God. God doesn't bless you little. He blesses you where there's not room enough to receive it. Amen. That's the blessing of God upon your life. That's, see, he blesses you so much that others begin to see it and they say, oh my gosh, they are blessed. Tell me about the God that you serve. Tell me what you're doing because I need to do that. Amen. See, they glorify God because you are blessed. People begin to glorify God. 
Hallelujah. He's not a little God. He's, he's not a God of just getting by. Amen. He's a God of abundance. That is our God. That is our God. He's a God of abundance. Amen. And see, I don't care who tells me what, because I read the word and I choose to believe the word. Man shall not change my mind because God's already renewed my mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's an overabundant blessing. Hallelujah. There's not room enough to receive. Hallelujah. I really believe we're stepping into it. Hallelujah. If you haven't already, you get ready. You get ready. See, See, people want to tell you, well, well, God, God just, you know, he, he doesn't want to, you know, just don't make, don't stir the waters. Don't, don't tell anybody because then, you know, they'll think this or they'll say this. You know what? I don't care because my God will be glorified. Amen. In everything that I have, everything that I do, he shall be glorified. Amen. We're just going through this earth. <laughs> Sorry. I'm See, you, you want to know something? You want to know something. When you die, you can't take the stuff with you to heaven. But the one thing that you can take with you are souls. Amen? That's what you can take to heaven. So my finances will learn to preach the gospel. Amen. My finances will go and be bait to bring those souls into the kingdom of God. Amen. Because when I get to heaven, I want to know that my money was put to work to bring souls into the kingdom of God. Amen. See, I don't live for myself anymore. I live for him. Amen. And because I live for him, the blessing of God is upon me. Amen. Is upon you. Amen. The blessing of God is upon you because your finances will work for the kingdom of God. Amen. See, you might never see it here on earth, but when you get to heaven, there is a, there is a crown waiting for you. Hallelujah. There's a crown waiting for you with the souls that you brought into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Father. You are so good. You are a God of more than enough. You are a God of abundance. You are a God that provides for every need over and above what they could ask, think, or imagine. Lord, I thank you right now, Father, because you've already provided the seed for their need, Father. I thank you that you open up their spiritual eyes, that you open up their spiritual ears to see and to hear what you have already done for them, Father. And Father, I just pray, Lord, that you continue to bless their hands, that everything they touch prospers in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that they are not limited to man's wisdom, but father, they tap into the wisdom of God. And I thank you right now for supernatural wisdom to do the work that you've called them to do. Father, I thank you that the favor of God is upon their life. Father, I thank you that the struggle is over, that the curse of poverty is broken. I thank you that they step into the abundance of the living God. And father, I thank you right now for the blessing of God is commanded upon the children in Jesus name. Amen.